Welcome to Imperial Interlude. This is a long and exhausting weekend for me because I have the day off tomorrow. And with me is Ralph. Hello, Ralph. Hi, Tim. And you did some hobby today. And today we are talking about uh, episode four on the Bad Batch. Yeah, and I think we're also going to mention about the the large pieces of plastic that we got in the post this week. Yes, and one thing we forgot the last two episodes. What's that? Spoiler warning! <laughs> Dang it! Yeah. We are going to talk about an episode that is recent. If you haven't seen it, stop this episode, watch the, the episode and come back. We won't hold back with uh, content of the show simply for sake of argument. So, you have been warned. Get out, watch it, come back, listen. So, Step away from the podcast. <laughs> this was a rather short one, wasn't it? It was almost 30 minutes. 24. Was, that, was it 24? It was very short. <laughs> I, I thumped, I, was it last week's was 31 minutes? Yeah, this week's was 24 and a bit. It was a very short one. Yeah, it was It was another It was another one, I think, that was just um, world building. Yeah, a it, bit. It was, it was, there was a bit of world building. There was a bit of an introduction to a character that we have seen. Yeah, was never named. Which was bring another character within the universe. This that is the Bad Batch, and make the Bad Batch feel like yes, we're being hunted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but it was interesting that the character they introduced and it was never she was never named. No, but she has a fairer, let's call it resemblance. To... Yeah, well, we all know who it is. You know, we all know we've seen the character before, and we knew the character was coming. But she was actually never named, unless she's named in the credits, which I never checked. So didn't I? But I guess we can. Well, if if Star Wars does one thing consistently, special characters get a one-off design, and that is permanent. Mm -hmm. Just look at how long has Han Solo worn his black vest and white undergarments. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Very true. I'll, I'll let you I'll let you start. You can start with the what went on. Well, basically it's starting a rather um let's call it boring way. They they need a planet to land on to make repairs and get re resupplied because they're simply running out of rations, which immediately triggers the big boy going, oh god, I'm starving, I'm going <laughs> to die. And uh, yeah, they make way to the nearest planet and land in a typical Star Wars landing pad. And did you notice the little toy the uh, port guard was playing with? Wasn't it a... I'm trying to think. I had to look it up because I knew I had seen that ship design. I thought it was something from Star Wars Armada, but it wasn't. Is it from... It is a personal luxury yacht 3000 from Soro Soup Corporation. And that thing makes appearances all over the place. Is that... It's not the one that they had Lando Calrissian riding at one point. Yes. In the... In the, in the... Yes, they the, had the lady, the lady lock, as it was called. Yes, and also the Jade's fire from Mara Jade Skywalker, yeah. and it appeared in uh, Clone Wars. 
it appeared in several comics and uh, also the Young Jedi Knight uh, uh, box. So that's a design that is around a bit now. <laughs> well, I've, I've just checked here while we were talking there and I've just loaded up the credits. And the character is named in the credits. Hmm. Well, then give us the name. Fennec Shan. <gasps> Dang it. Indeed. But she's actually named in the credits. Yeah. But she was never named in the episode. Well, which that, is interesting. This, this could be just them being writers being dramatic. Yeah. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. We are getting ahead of ourselves. So, um, not really, because um, as you said, they, they they sort of split the party, don't they? They, they do the whole yeah, split they, the party thing. We weren't at that point. They just landed, and then the, uh, what do you call them? The, the guy that works in the landing pad. I mean, the, um, the, it says here depot manager. Yeah, well, let's go with, with depot manager then. So he uh, wants to scan the ship, and one of the reasons they are actually landing is uh, they want to scramble their identification code yep. to be harder to de detect. And he wants to scan the code, and that would give him a way to the Empire. And since intimidation doesn't work, they need to pay him off. And Yeah, they bribe him with what little money credits, whether yeah. they're Imperial credits or Galactic I'm guessing credits. those are still Imperial credits, and after that... The uh, our big brute and our computer, uh, oh, Wrecker and Tech. Wrecker and Tech. Why do these names are so hard on me? I can't tell you. So they stay behind to uh, refit the ship with a uh, scrambled signal, while the rest goes but, off uh, to town Omega trying and, to get some uh, resources. Echo? Echo. Echo, isn't it? But what was cool about Echo is he turned himself into a droid. <laughs> Put down that helmet and things. Yeah, just a helmet. Thing. Now he's droid. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the moment they leave the hangar, mm -hmm. the manager calls somebody we don't see immediately do. and just says they're here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so we know that there's we know there's a bounty on or we we assume I don't think it's been been said there's a bounty on them, but. No, it's but been mentioned it's, that I think that we sort of guessed that. Yeah, and about me on them. the uh, later we learn that the they aren't really after the bad batch, but simply no. after one character. Mm -hmm. Do you want to say who? Spoilers! It's the <laughs> girl, of course. Yeah. Who would have thought? Which. Makes which assumes then that the people that are that have put the bounty on them are the Kaminoans. Very highly likely. So that leads back into last week's episode where they're on about a DNA, um, like a D they wanted a DNA thing, didn't they? Yeah. They wanted a perfect DNA. So some new strains to strain a strand. Bring up their uh, game of recreating the perfect clone. Exactly. So the, 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 the three of them, the Omega, Hunter and uh, Echo go off and go into go into the town. Um they come across a vendor, um where they go to try and sell sell some tech, I think it is. Explosives. Is it explosives? Yeah, saying? it's an explosive charge because that's the same one he later uses in the, in the chase. upcoming events. <laughs> yeah. Um so 
tries to sell that and he saves the price, but he's uh, but the, the vendor goes on the black market. While he's doing that, Omega is looking around the store and finds a toy. Yeah, which looks, looks like, like an a, action figure. Yeah, it looks like like a a doll version of a clone trooper. Mm-hmm. Um, knocks something over. Vendor, the vendor of course goes. Uh, you break it, you buy it, and then going past her is a cart with some puppies. Yeah, so, some some creatures that resemble dog we've puppies. Se- we've seen them before. Those 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 creatures have turned up in an anime, animated series before. Um, possibly in in a similar fashion somewhere. Yeah, the same as the sort of the source of ship has. Um, uh, so she gets distracted by that, of course, and wanders off. While no, she doesn't get distracted. The the puppy, quote unquote, uh, nicks the doll she has in her hand, and I... then the uh, hover vehicle moves on, and she follows them to get back the doll. Did it? I, I must have missed that because I thought she was just petting it and then went <laughs> off and she wanted to. No, no, the it. the little doggy thing snacked the doll out of her hand and then she ran after them for I quite some time. Where we've seen these creatures. Hmm. Enlighten us. Resistance. Yeah, that was the, the direction. In, what I what I was going for. Yeah, they're in resistance. The install was resistance. So that's the first time. We see them. It was resistance. They also turned up in Disney Infinite 3.0, um, which is the the game, the video game. Yeah, it? I I know about that one. I still have yeah. that around for my Nintendo Wii U. Yeah, they t- they turned up in um in resistance. They're called the Vorpax, six-legged humanoid. Well, it says. Carried by a humanoid, had six legs and purple urine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, I just too much detail. Too much detail on Wikipedia. <laughs> it was just when I saw them, I went, "I recognise them," but where the hell do I recognise them from? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's I think that's that's is going to be a problem with more and more side characters that are introduced into the animation series because it's too easy to reuse these assets at some point, and if you have seen them. Why the hell you will recognize them and the universe will feel much more lived. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So she, she goes off chasing after the, the cart with Vane and then bumps into someone who knocks her down and tells her, basically yells at her almost, and then is helped up by, of course, the character that we saw. And yep. she is... Not wearing her helmet and is being very kind, so so she's not what you would have expected to be a, a bounty hunter just grabbing the girl and running away. She tries to lure her away from the rest yeah. of the team. Yeah, that they, they have the 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 conversation that's sort of with her and Omega, and then hunt. Meanwhile, back at the vendor, this is where Hunter sells Echo as a droid for 3,000 credits. <laughs> During sort of that period of time, which I thought was quite fun, yeah. where, where um, you know, I'm worth more, basically, as Echo sort of whispers to Hunter. 
it's uh yeah i'm worth more than that situation yeah, yeah. um and then when hunter turns he finds out uh, omega's gone and starts rushing off to look for her yeah and at, at that point things start turning weird mm-hmm. yeah because it's as they're doing that we i think it is it before maybe during after uh, after that sort of thing they cut back to the ship with Rekka and Tech basically Tech pointing to Rekko, I need that removed and that removed. So basically those two are Yeah, and, and he's not just removing the them, he's really ripping them out. Yeah, he's literally <laughs> ripping the ship apart. Um and then we sort of cut back to Hunter chasing down after Omega. I, I think and... we missed one of the most on parts in the whole episode, which uh, was is we, similarly the uh, simultaneously the biggest plot hole in the whole episode for me at least. Was that so, the uh, fire, uh, echo being thrown into the back? Yeah, with and, the restraining bolt on. No, not only that, but when he gets into the back, the the C three unit is giving him a, a hard time, saying, "No, I'm I'm the uh, I'm the, the head of of protocol here," and mm. then he. He pulls out his gun. Have you ever <laughs> seen a droid carrying a gun and the owner not taking the gun from the droid? Well, yes, we have <laughs> seen droids carrying guns, but... Yeah, but they did have never... owners. They were self-propelled. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The IG unit <laughs> seems to carry a gun, but the, he, of course he is a self-aware. The, the minute he pulled the gun on the poor C- protocol droid, I mm. really thought to myself, guys... Couldn't you have done it in any other way? It's mm. not very believable for a droid to carry a sidearm when he's being sold. <laughs> well, <laughs> it, it happens, doesn't it? Yeah. Remember, they're not written for us, Tim. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not written for grumpy old men. Um... <laughs> no, you, you just talk about yourself then. <laughs> <laughs> but then, of course, we get the, the chase between. Hunter and Hunter t- towards Omega, and I think uh, Hunter gets Omega to run away as he's fighting Shan. Yeah, he, he comes around the corner, and Omega, not suspecting anything bad, uh, realizes that Hunter's acting very strangely, and then it comes to a short standoff between Fennec and uh, Hunter, while Omega then makes a run for it. And then Omega comes across a a, a manhole, doesn't she? When she's hiding from sh- hiding from Shan as she's you know she yeah. opens fire on Hunter, and then Omega runs off, and Shan chases after her. But the girl, but at, you know, at the she, same she t- down. at the same Man- time, um, Hunter messages uh, mm-hmm. the two that are stripping apart the ship to get the ship running again. Yeah, because uh, they have to leave. Which is a bit of a problem, and they would need quote unquote an army of uh, Astromax. Yeah, they need they need a repair crew pretty much, and then of course this is where Echo comes to the rescue with the droids, and as he walks out of the um, yeah, because the shop, the, in the back of that deal. ship owner is not only that protocol droid, but two R two units and another weird looking R two unit that wasn't really because it was the same sort of storm shape but had legs not yeah. Wings. yeah and arms but it was um it was interesting when when um echo comes out of there he turns to the 
to the shop owner, pops his helmet up and goes, you've got a good deal, and then just continues going. As the as the shop owner is going, what what's what's going on here? It's uh, very uh, it's all over the place. <laughs> yes, it's it it is that. So they so we have the droids and Echo heading to help repair the ship. Um, we also have Omega down in the running down into the um, sewers or. Well, not really sewers, whether it was just like maintenance, maintenance uh, areas, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Hunter contacting the other ones, and as the Omega's down in the, in the underground tunnel, she comes across Rekka. Yeah, uh, and Rekka then tries stopping um, Fennec, which doesn't really go well for him. <laughs> that that was the one that pulled me out a little bit. Because you know he's been shown to be this, you know he's supposed to be this bruiser, this this very yeah, but know, if not he, very intelligent. But he was knocked out, even though he was wearing his helmet. Yeah, but but also he went on full hawk towards her, and she True. just redirected his force into yeah. a corner. Mm-hmm. And I think if if you go full force and knock yourself into a wall, you're going to be knocked out for it. Mm. A bit. It it was just a little thing because you know supposedly you know he was wearing the arm the the armor and supposedly yeah but maybe if if he hadn't worn his helmet it would be a bit more believable but then yeah. again it's not for us it's not for us no <laughs> it's not it's not progressing the story forward um, but then um, of course Omega climbs up a a ladder and I think she thought it was going out at the same floor level yeah and she ends up. And it's on top of the, tower. of a maintenance tower, which she then quickly uh, closes and locks the, the the hatch behind her, yeah. which buys her some time. And but... then during that time, of course, Hunt has managed to hop onto a bike, hasn't he? When he's sort of looking for her because he can't, he doesn't know where Shan and um, Omega have gone, does he? He's he's sort of still looking for them. Yeah, and uh, all the while, there's um, tech looking mm-hmm. through the cameras that are plastered yeah. all over the, the the city to follow along where everybody is. Yeah, and then we get we get uh, Hunter stealing this guy's bike, which you know, typical sort of. It's guy a speeder up. bike. <laughs> just, yeah, it was more the fact this guy pulls up on on swoop or speeder bike. And leaves it sort of there as he goes to the shop when so somebody could easily jump on it and you know fly yeah, away with it. You know that, that's something I always found interesting that in the very far future there is nothing like an ignition cane uh, key, <laughs> but also no way seemingly of keeping people out of your car. I had every that. It's like you know it's it's all done, it isn't it? It's like. <laughs> I'll just go to park here. I know what you know. We 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 um. What is it? We live in a universe where everybody is everything is okay. Nobody's going yeah, to steal anything. We totally yeah, didn't have just a civil war, and absolutely, there's no black market. Yeah. Um. Du- and and so, and during that time, of course, is Shans managed to blast open the door and grab Omega, who had nearly falls shot, down. Nearly falls down. And then there's a uh, a trolley coming along. It's it's a hover truck. 
Yeah, and she tells her, so Fennec tells Omega to roll when she lands, and then she falls, lands on the truck, Fennec gets yeah. back on the truck, and Hunter is doing what he's doing best, he's hunting them. He is, because the, 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 the reason that she does that, of course, is the, the fact that Fennec looks over and sees Hunter coming to her, so she throws Omega into the truck, telling her to... to to duck and roll, I think it is. Yeah. Tuck, tuck and roll. And then she shoots, I think, and then jumps into the truck. I think there's a there's a little bit of a, a couple of shots aimed at Hunt, and then she jumps because he has to sort of avoid and then come up and Fennec starts shooting again. And then that's when Omega um, sort of scrabbles to the top of the truck and pulls the lever to sort of empty it. Yeah. And then um, the the the, uh, uh, the back part just rises as a dump truck usually does. Yeah, and then we cut to the driver inside listening to some tunes. <laughs> he, he's a very chillaxed guy. <laughs> he is, isn't he? And then of course we have um, we have uh, basically the ensuing fight between Fennec and Hunter. Uh, just Fennec trying to. Sh- you know, shoot off, uh, basically shoot at Hunter. Then we have some basically local security officers turn that she deals with, which I thought was quite, it was like, shoot one, then the bike crashes into the other one, takes them out. You know, it was like, it was very Boba Fett shooting the, shoot the driver, shoot the, shoot, shooting the, um, the, the troop transport with one of his rockets. Yeah. (laughs) Having the other one fall into it. And, but there was none of it. I was aiming for the other one. <laughs> yeah, and like, the, uh, then there was one scene again where Wrecker sees all the local police going by him. All oh no, I'm missing all the fun again. Yeah. Oh man, I'm missing all the fun. And as he's heading back to the ship, um, we then get, of course, uh, Hunter's. Hunter gives chase and he haste starts um, shooting black and he blasts the engines of the stolen speeder they're on because Fennec gets onto a speed, I think. Yeah, at, at some Omega. point they drop from, from the uh, lorry and go into a another speeder vehicle of weird description. Yeah. And uh, she throws the driver out and then uh, uh, Hunter is keeping shooting at her and misses her closely. Mm-hmm. And then shoots the engines, and then throws the explosive on explosives on the speed after he picks up Omega. Yeah, yeah. and at that point, Panic uh, jumps off the speeder and basically the... has lost the the hunt. Yeah, we get the big explosion, and then Clone Force ninety nine back explosions. everybody back in the big explosions, and then we get everybody back into the sort of the dock where they are, and. Just the leading. time for the repairs to be finished. Yeah. Hmm, very good, that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's where we get the, the, the thing, of course, where Echo turns around to to the protocol drone and goes, right, you're back in charge, and then... Yeah, and, and she goes, you heard him, I'm back in charge, back to the shop. <laughs> yeah, and then, then they all take off and head off. Yeah, and uh, not to forgetting the poor man that has... Uh sold the information to mm-hmm. Fennec about their yes. whereabouts, coming out running, no, you can't leave, she hasn't paid me yet. <laughs> yeah, and then we get them, her, or oh, then we get sort of the end bit of her returning, paying him, 
and seeing if you see well, them at, again. At first, I think he's scared this because he thinks oh, he's yeah. going to get uh, killed. Yeah, some bill to pay because mm -hmm. he let them leave. But she just says, no, if they return, you know where to find me. Yeah, throws him some credits and then that's it. And then basically, that's the end of the episode. So yeah, we it's... don't really find out who Fennec's working for. No, but but she she uh, sends off a message at the, at the very last, mm -hmm. going uh, target has escaped, but I will find her. Yes, I'm wondering. It was a good episode, you know. I mean, it was another, you know, you know. It, it was a, a a tight story with not much in it, but yeah. the execution of the chasing scenes was well done. It's. You know, I can't can't really knock the animation and stuff like that for because I think you know they've come on leaps and bounds because this is all built off season seven of Clone Wars. You know, and compared to say the first season of Clone Wars to season you know to season seven, you know is is night and day, and then yeah. you know you've got this just exponentially adding to that to the the quality of that, you know, and, and, and then I you think know the if, writing as well. And I think if they would have dragged out the story anymore, it would have been feeling too long because it's basically we land we try to fix our ship we have a little chasing scene we run away again yeah yeah so there's you know there's there's nothing to to knock really there's nothing there it was just it wasn't you know you you could call it a filler episode but i would say it was more of a story it was an it was an introductory episode to introduce the character fennec who we'd all known from the mandalorian anyway yeah, and but, also it's a. I think it's an episode to put more pressure on the team to show mm -hmm. how vulnerable they are, even now more so that they don't have any funds that they can mm -hmm. use to buy new equipment. So, yeah, they are running on fumes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so maybe the next episode will be them getting their first job because I think that's coming up. Yeah, that was you the know. trailer, and that had we hadn't seen that yet. Yeah, we haven't seen that yet, and we haven't seen them meeting who we all assume because of the helmet design, Rex. Yeah. Um, so we know that's coming. That might actually be the episode, maybe later on, where they're, they're the ones where Rex mentions about the chip a bit more and possibly having it removed. So Rex might be the, the, the key to them getting Crosshair back. Yeah, that it could very well be, or even if not removed, maybe some kind of inhibitor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was interesting, though, and even though it wasn't really shown, is the 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 Imperial that was doing the big announcement, the big hollow Imperial, mm -hmm. was that Admiral Rampart again? Yeah, she was the one from. Was sh shown uh, for a brief moment at the beginning of the episode to yeah. just show how much the Imperial influence is growing all over the place. Mm -hmm. And people yeah. were happy. They were celebrating because the war yes. was over. Yes, the war's ended, so everybody's happy, and you know, it's it's. I guess you know that's that's the way it goes, isn't it? Really, with them, you know, the the war's ended. There's no more, you know. And to be fair, I would fighting. be very happy if a war that raged mm -hmm. on for for years is finally ended. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was a, it was another good episode. It was another, you know, it was another world building episode, which is fine. You know, I think they've got to do that. They've got to build. And keeping in mind, uh, if if you were to be a let's say ten year old that is watching this, such a chasing sequence mm -hmm. is would keep you on the edge of your seat. Oh yeah, 
definitely. You know, it's 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 there. And, you know, and and I think you know as we talk about the what they're doing with the bad batches, there is going to be a lot more episodes possibly like this because of the um the Target the lack of information that we have. Possibly, there's been not a lot of. Uh, I'm not not legend. Well, there's been not a lot of legend stuff. I don't think after set after the Clone Wars. That's sort of prior to episodes uh, three, four, and five. There was a lot of legend stuff after those those three episodes, but there was not a lot sort of during the Rebels era, which is really the only piece of Star Wars uh, pre episode four, pre A New Hope. We have is really Rebels. Mm-hmm. In, in this time period. And even then, that's set... Rebels is set about 10 years before Star Wars, the original. Because there is an episode called the Twin... I think the episode's called Twin Sons, when Ezra lands on Tatooine to meet and meet Kenobi. And at the end of that episode, we see a young Luke Skywalker, who we're assuming is about eight or nine, uh, hearing his aunt shout his name as he runs across, and you get that, you know, the scene of the twin sons and the Lars um, homestead and Luke mm-hmm. running across it. And you get, of course, you get John Williams's, you know, that score, <laughs> that score that you get from when Luke's standing out looking, you know, at the twin sons and stuff. That music that pulls everything together. <laughs> yeah, in, in that, that... That, 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 that Tatooine theme, yeah. So you get that sort of playing uh, as you have this old Obi Wan, well, not. Well, old, but not as old as he looks in, you know, the, the things. Kenobi. Older. Older, yes. Kenobi. Matured. <laughs> yes, that's the one. Uh, I do recommend if anybody has never seen that episode of Rebels to watch it. Because it is, it is really good. It ranks up there with... Someone did this on the internet where they were ranking the lightsaber battles. Mm-hmm. And they ranked that lightsaber battle that happens in that episode above... Uh, Ahsoka fighting Maul mm-hmm. because of the type of battle it is which is, it's very quick it's one, two, I think it's three strikes but it's all of the build up to it um, especially when you look at how Kenobi positions himself because originally he positions himself as Kenobi from episode one then, oh, sorry, he does the Qui-Gon Jinn pose at one point as well so it's like Kenobi from episode one, Kenobi from that we recognize, you know, with the two fingers. Mm-hmm. He does another pose as well. And then he does his third pose, which is basically the Qui-Gon Jinn pose. And that's when, for spoilers, people, big spoilers, that's when Maul, because this is where Maul turned, is turned up, eyes widen because he's seen it before. But what he doesn't recognize is the fact that Kenobi knows this and uses that as a way of defeating him. Because if he looks, he does the whole... Uh, strikers Qui-Gon did and Maul goes to use the same attack that he used to kill Qui-Gon but that's when Kenobi slices the lightsaber in half striking Maul at the same time mm. just, just ending Maul but that's when Maul asks is he the chosen one so that leads into the whole Luke being the chosen one uh, uh, not Anakin as you know but we're, it's a really good episode. We're getting a bit off here. <laughs> we are getting a little bit off there, but you know that's a little bit of a little bit of Star Wars knowledge, history or trivia or for you to Google at. Yeah, but but you know, it was a good episode. I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed the episode, but I'm enjoying 
anything with Star Wars, you know, I'm 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 a mark. Almost anything. I'm guessing there's one or two things you're not enjoying. Uh, yeah, the community. Droids. <laughs> They're harmless. That stuff. <laughs> Droids hasn't turned up yet. It is coming. It's coming at the end of June, I think it is. What, the old series? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> I need to rewatch we're get- that. We're getting droids because we've already got Ewoks. We've always got the two movies as well, as well as the animated series. And we're getting droids. Droids is coming to Disney Plus. I think it's in June. Oh, that's going to be. This is going to be hilarious. And that's where Boba Fett turns up. <laughs> For the first time. Uh, second. Boba Fett first turns up in the uh, holiday special. <clears throat> Well, but isn't that technically after the Droid series? No, Droid animated series was the same time as Ewok. It was the mid eighties. Oh. Holiday special was. 17. No, I mean within the universe timeline. Um, I'm not even sure where the hell uh, Droids is. <laughs> Droids is set supposedly between episodes three and New Hope. Um, but yeah, so that would be the te- in canon. Fett would be the first one to turn up there, but in you know from point of view of where the character appears, yeah, but from actually being shown on screen, being shown on screen, he, he was turned up in the holiday special because that's where they got the the tuning fork weapon that the Mando used and uh, the the other thing as well. Yeah, there's something else as well. Speaking the, of something else, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned at the beginning of the show something about. Yes, large, large pieces of plastic. Holy shit. <laughs> yes. So, for all of you folks who haven't gotten to the point yet, uh, Ralph and I are very much fans of the game Star Wars Legion by Atomic Mass Games, and their latest release are two enormous-sized vehicles for that game. And yes. I think this is by far the most complex build for any Legion ever. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> even the I'm... even the ATST wasn't as complex to build as the AA5 or the LAT LE. The LAT is I I looked at the box and went, I think that box is bigger than the Saber tank. It is. Because I looked at it and went how much is in this? It's quite because it came. I got it in the post, and the box that came in the post was huge. It was like, and yeah. there wasn't much packing around it. So same like, same thing was with me. I, I ordered one of each, and when the parcel arrived, I said, "Okay, I can feel that there's not much packing material in it. How bloody big are these? Or did I accidentally buy multiple versions? Nope, just two fucking just, boxes." Just, there's two of the large boxes. Yeah, let, let me get measurements for short. So the boxes are 30 centimeters by 23 by 10. And they're stuffed with plastic because yep. both sh- uh, ship designs are similarly done so that you've got an inner shell and an outer shell so the assembly goes in sub-assemblies which theoretically makes painting a lot easier yeah i was watching um the atomic mass games 
painting because they, you know, their Wednesday and Friday painting that you occasionally get crash um, on Twitch. I, I never do that <laughs> <laughs> to no. leave a message about a certain game <laughs> that you would like to turn up that we, we, we you know, that we that we occasionally pull your leg about. Um, it's I watched the, the the is it John? I think it might have been John. No, Dallas was doing a full paint, and he you know he was doing it with airbrush and stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's painted the interior and all of that, and it does look absolutely stunning. But he was showing when to put it together, and it looks like when you put it together, especially because the the LAT, it's very modular, which means you don't need to. Gl- I looked at it. Because it's you know there's lots of pegs in there and stuff, isn't there for the co- where the cock like the top piece sits on the cockpit and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, if you didn't want to glue it, it would snap together, and I think it would hold. Yeah, that's that's the thing I found looking at the the sprues myself, and I don't know if I can call this a bad design per se, because if you do your models the way you can assemble them without using too much glue and still get away with looking them looking decent well go for it <laughs> yeah but I've, I've i've been looking as well and i'm i am seriously toying with the idea of painting the interior you know giving myself the challenge of doing that of painting the interior um i've got some spare clones as well um some spare phase two clones and what I was thinking was putting some in the back, so leaving the doors open, mm-hmm. and having some clones in the back. But also, I was looking, um, I was looking at um, Drake Fire, which is one of the many companies out there that does three D printing, does three D printing models. Aim. I know it's <laughs> terrible, um, but we'll never get on. <laughs> They've got some sit- sitting clones that is for the LAT gunship that you can 3D print. So he's got some, you know, actual clone troopers that are sitting down mm-hmm. with their weapons. One of them's aiming his weapon, the other one's sort of looking around. And I was toying with the idea of seeing if the guy in Wales is, print, has them on his list to print and so, maybe so get them. A little bit like the uh, minis that are within the Rebel speeder bike. Yeah. So, you know, having, having it, so it looks like that... Um, Two of the clones, maybe with the back doors open, one sitting on one side, one sitting on the other, and then two standing up in the back. So that's a four-man clone unit, which is technically the number of clones that you start with on a card, mm-hmm. on a unit card, just to maybe do something different. Yeah, I, I was looking at the uh, at both sets, and I must say I don't think I will do this, this for the LAAT, simply because the interior is too obstructed by... Mm most other things the 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 doors are simply too too small mm-hmm. but the aa5 has mm-hmm. a fuck ton of space in it mm. yeah it, it it does and i mean i've seen other people at the moment who are magnetizing the guns onto the front you know using magnets for the ball cannons on the front of the the lat yeah um, putting magnets in so that they can just snap into place and of course putting leds in into the cockpit and mm-hmm. into the back piece. I've saw a nice one which has got a red, they've got a red LED running for the cockpit and a red LED, you know those red LEDs running into the back. So it looks like you know when you get the the like the helicopter. Yeah, you know, like, like a, a light, uh, uh, light assault, not yeah. much light in it. Mm-hmm. 
So there's the red light. Um, so, you know, press on the base. The lights come on and you've got red LEDs running in it. And they've also put some LEDs into the searchlights at the front. And it was like, that's just way too much. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm still too much talent. I'm still very keen on the idea of making the AA5 into the Venebago from uh, <laughs> Spaceballs <laughs> because it just screams to me. <laughs> what actually making it as the Winnebago or painting it in the colors of the Winnebago? The thing is, if you look at the backside where the engine mounts are, there's a section which you can really easily attach plastic car to so you I was gonna say, making yeah, I wings for that is shouldn't be too hard and i will try making uh, some cardboard pieces that uh, work as uh, shapes later mm -hmm. for, for cutting out of the pvc yeah. and then i will try using magnets yeah because you don't need to drill in this kit because it the hull is in two pieces so you can hide the magnets within the hull within the hull yeah so so beaters so technically yeah, it's... theoretically maybe <laughs> and then then that also means what you need to get for it is a, a alien miniature from either protoss or from um gale force 9 so it could be the alien with the top hat going hello my baby hello my honey <laughs> well either that or i need to get a barf yes <laughs> I've seen 3D printed Spaceballs characters to Legion scale, and I can't remember where they were. There was a company does them. They've got the, the STL files, and I think there's somebody that'll print them off. Yeah, there, there, <laughs> there are things in this universe who, that are just too much fun to not say, be done. Is, is, doesn't that make it that then that becomes your Stargrave crew then? <laughs> Technically, yeah. That, that would have been an idea, because I thought I like very much a Stargrave uh, unit being based on the Ice Pirates movie. Yes, I remember the Ice Pirates movie. Ha having a little space herpes as a pet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's definitely off topic. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was, it was nice to see them. I, was I wasn't surprised they turned up when they did because they were supposed to be released on the 21st. That's the date I had down for these for these large yeah, pieces the, of plastic. Later last week, the official uh, release date from Asmodee Germany was also made twenty first. So, so it was it was nice to see. But I think this now leads into we may be seeing because there wasn't really a release date on Yoda, was there? No, they have been quiet on that front for a lot of things that are upcoming and i think we need to wait a little bit before they get along we, we still uh, are waiting for that very weird uh, second event they were te teasing yes. so maybe there's something along those lines but aren't we getting digital gen con as well in august yeah so i, the, I potentially the, the summer is holding interesting things for us. Because mm -hmm. I think, you know, we're due, we're due then basically the next lot. And they've said on their stream stuff that, that this next wave that's coming out, or these next two waves, which I'm assuming it's going to be two waves, is the Kashyyyk wave, basically, is what yeah. they've said. Um, we know the Wookiees, you know, they've shown the Wookiees off with the shields and stuff, um, or with the surfboards, as somebody said. Um 
So they've, they've, we've seen them on their stream. We just haven't seen. Have we seen the Magna? Magna? Is it Magnetar or the Magna? The the droid, the protection droids for Grievous. Mm, uh, the Magna Guard. The Magna Guard. We haven't seen those on the stream, but we've Not seen pictures of them. Um, and we haven't even seen the the Wookie Flyer, which we we know is coming. Um, which I'm assuming will probably be about the same length as a speeder bike. I would think. In its length. Yeah, it would, I think it would be similar. Yeah, it's not going to be the, the the massive big chunk of plastic that we got with the these two vehicles. But does this mean now then, are, you know, with these two coming out and they are quite meaty, are they going to start looking at bigger vehicles? Possibly. You know, does this then lead into an Imperial Walker? Oh, <laughs> I think that's still off the table, literally for sheer size. I must admit, I saw today on one of the Facebook groups somebody's posted up pictures of the uh, the ATTE that's that somebody's three D printed, mm -hmm. and it's it is big, um, but it's big enough that you can actually get minis into the cockpit and into the the bits behind the cockpit as well, the troop transport on bases into it <laughs> to the scale for the for the thing. So it is it is quite a meaty chunk of thing to print off on an FDM or you know on a PLA it, printer it, it's going to take some days <laughs> mm, oh yeah it'll take some days to print but imagine you know if that if that works for you imagine if say atomic mass or got a hold of that and went yeah why not we'll give this a blast and we'll you know we'll do a we'll do a legion one for the for the republic we'll do you know something similar to the for the for the empire you never know you might see it to scale at at you know, you can get a model kit that's roughly to scale. I, I, I would be very afraid of the price bump. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I could probably see it pushing about 100, 100 pounds. Because if you look at the the last two we got, they were about 51 euros, and that was as the, the cheapest price you could get. Yeah. And mm -hmm. for the same amount of money, you get a Rebel uh, Star Wars uh, 8080 walk of as a proper model kit. And I'm guessing if you yeah. put on the game attacks, mm, yes, yeah, true. I could see I could see pushing a hundred hundred yeah. euros. You know, be about you know about eighty ninety quid. You know, from British pounds and stuff. But you know, it would look nice on the table. I think then you're looking at when you look at you know the Legion rules. You're looking at um, what's it called, grand or galactic grand scale, isn't it? Which is you know, uh, one thousand six hundred points. You know, it's the next one up from standard, which is eight hundred points. Yeah, though, you know, though I'm you're looking at you know that, but imagine the point cost and the devastation it would cause on the table. And you need a completely different set of of table terrain for that. Yeah, yeah, you you would. You know, you're not to, you're not talking your standard say four three by four or three by three table. Are you really? You're talking probably a six by four. Yeah, you need a six, six by four and then l a lot less terrain. <laughs> mm. Well, you could do it with, you know, having terrain on them for blocking line of sights because that might be something, you know, that happens because we're, we're seeing it with coming episode of Bad Batch where you've got a three AT TEs attacking a palace, which reminds me of Naboo, but you never know. Yeah. 
I say we need to wait and see what happens. Oh, yeah, happens. definitely wait and see. Because <laughs> it's going to be what's next. You know, they're doing Kashyyyk in this next sort of batch of two releases. So I'm assuming it'll be a batch of two releases. It'll be one, you know, around Gen Con time and one near the end of the year. Then what's next? Star Wars Epic Legion. <laughs> <laughs> But if they don't get around to doing that for you, Tim, well, are we are we then? Is it then going to be back into regular Star Wars with stormtroopers and stuff like that? And I've got a suspicion they need to because I think that's one of the things people have been complaining about, hasn't it? With yeah. there's not been many releases for the the classic trilogy. It's all been aimed around the Republic. I think what the best thing they could do without messing up the the matter again with some new uh units would be to what i often always uh, have been alluding to more than once is getting troop units out in the field that are basically the same unit type but different poses yeah so having having the ability to customize a you know a stormtrooper unit you know, different legs, different bodies, different arms, different heads, backpack yeah. accessories. And I'm pretty sure if they would put out uh, boxes for core troops for all four factions mm-hmm. w- without any cards in it and just going, these are alternative models to be used within your games, they would sell a ton. Yeah, it, it saves kit bashing. <laughs> it, it saves kit bashing. You could make them a lot cheaper because you don't have to reinvent the wheel wheel uh, for yeah. for rules. You could just churn them out. But yeah, then again, well, it's 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 not then allowing people to spend a shit ton of money on you know on things that they need to buy multiple of to kit bash together. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Speaks the man with spare phase one, phase two, and some spare arc troopers. <laughs> yeah. Well, well you know. I think we should call it a day for today. I think so. I think you know that was that was the 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 news of this week, of sorts, and the roundup of the episode. Yeah, and uh, we, we I, th- I think it's safe to say the next one is if if they go follow the model of uh, the Mandalorian with going highs and lows. I think the next one will be a bit more interesting. Yes, I've I've got a suspicion it's 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 either their first job or maybe an encounter with another character. But I think they might be leaving those encounter character, character encounters sparingly. Yeah, I think the next one will be they getting to learn the the traits of a uh, trade to get some money done back on the bank. Yep. So. With that, I thank you, Ralph, for being here. I thank you out there for listening. And we shall be back in a week or so. And until then, stay safe, play games, have fun. Bye.